Welcome to All Talk Oncology. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, a.k.a. The Cancer Guy. So again, welcome back to All Talk Oncology. And today's topic is going to be so amazing because we're talking about gut health, the intestinal tract. We all have it. We all take in food into this organ of ours, and it can affect our health, our mood. And so how does this affect cancer patients? What's the big deal with the intestinal tract? Right, you hear about it. You hear, oh, how's your gut health? You're carrying all these toxins in your gut. How does that affect cancer? What's the big deal about our gut and what we're putting into our body? We'll be surprised. One of the things that we're going to find out is that the immune system is connected to the intestinal tract. So let us listen in again to triple board certified Dr. Peter Ash as he discusses the importance of gut health with cancer patients. Welcome again. We have our special guest, Dr. Peter Ash, joining us on our show, highly respected, board certified in internal medicine, hematology, and medical oncology. Dr. Ash, I want to say thank you again for joining us on our show, and welcome to All Talk Oncology. My pleasure. My pleasure, Kenny. It's always a great pleasure talking to you. So, Dr. Ash, one of the things, as you know, Something of the things that the patients go through when it comes to nutrition and chemotherapy, you and I had talked about was gut health. And wanted to get into that a little bit. How important is it when it comes to gut health and having chemotherapy and treatments and things like that? Yeah, uh, gastrointestinal tract is of utmost importance. And nowadays it's becoming more and more obvious that it's hard to say that it's the most important organs, but it's, it's really one of the most important organ systems. Now, why is that? Well, number one, the gut and the skin are the only two systems we have that actually have communication with the outside. The skin obviously gets in contact with everything, and everything that we put in our mouth and swallow from the outside gets in contact with our gastrointestinal system. So. That's why the guts are of extreme importance. And let me give maybe a little bit of background. The, the GI tract, it spans five meters, which is around 15, 16 feet in length and has a surface area of 32 square meters, which is 300 square feet. Wow. It's, it's really huge if you think about it. What's most important that it is home to 70 to 80% of our immune cells. So 80% of the body's immunity is in the gut, in the GI tract. There's over a hundred million neurons and hundred thousand nerve endings in the GI tract. There's of course the good bacteria, which is called the microbiome. And there's as many as 40 trillion cells that live in our uh, GI tract. And these are good bacteria. We live together with these bacteria in what's called symbiosis. So we help them, they help us, and this help is of extreme importance in immunity, in fighting infections, and even fighting cancer. This is very, very important. There's 40 trillion cells, that hundreds of different species, and there's an extremely common interaction between the immune system 
the nervous system, and the trillions of bacteria that form the flora, the gut flora. And then there's a very complicated process. The nervous system, you know, once we, when we eat something or, or an infection, like uh, we've been talking about COVID recently a lot, COVID can actually enter the body, not just uh, through the respiratory tract, but also through the GI tract. And some people start symptoms by having diarrhea, and later on they have other symptoms. So the GI tract is actually also a gate for the virus to enter, not just the, the nose or the respiratory tract. When you think about our gut and it's that extent, if it's that long and you're getting prepared to have chemotherapy, you never think, well, what's going on in my gut is, is going to affect how I respond to chemotherapy drugs, right? I mean, Absolutely. You never know that. You never, you know, I would have known, you know, I wouldn't know that. And then, so you talk about, wow, this thing is so long and it has so many nerve endings and things like that. I guess for me, how do you correlate the gut and good health, I guess? Yeah, what, what happens is it's extremely complicated a process that's going on. You know, anything you put in your body, this nervous system, we call it the enteric nervous system, or gastroenteral nervous system, it senses and reacts to the changes or anything that happens in the tract and translates it to a chemical signal. And also the chemical signals that come, they translate into neuronal impulses. And these impulses will go into the brain and other organs and the central nervous system, and the whole body reacts to it. And this is extremely important. And this system is disrupted in cancer patients. Mm. It's disrupted from the cancer itself, disrupted from malnutrition, disrupted for possible infections, and the chemotherapy. And that's a big, big problem. Because that ends up causing leaky gut, number one, where all kinds of toxins and bacteria and viruses can get into our body. And also, this circle of reactions that I mentioned gets disrupted. And this will all lead to further problems and malnourishment and, and cachexia. So, and, and what so is that, that is why. What is cachexia? Cachexia is, is a cancer weight loss. It's basically typical of cancer patients, which is characterized by severe muscle wasting with or without loss of fat. So they may have to lose fat, but they do lose a lot of muscle. And this is a multifactorial problem that comes from the cancer itself, uh, sometimes the chemotherapy side effects, and, and all this vicious cycle we mentioned before that includes inflammation, infections, oxidative stress, decreased immunity, and the malnourishment, they, and they all go into this vicious cycle that will further worsen weight loss and ultimately causes the demise of the patient. So this leaky gut, this is something that you want to prepare patients that are going under chemotherapy for. How do you prevent leaky gut? What is it that we need to do? Yes, it's a multifactorial because number one, cancer itself and the malnourishment and infections can cause leaky gut, but also chemotherapy. Chemotherapy works on cells that multiply, that grow. And one of the cells in our bodies that grow all the time is the inner lining of the gut. And chemotherapy will affect these as collateral damage. So the cells, the old cells that slough off, they come off of the inner 
layer of our gut, they you know go away and they're not replaced because of chemotherapy because chemotherapy stops the growth. And that also contributes to leaky gut. So it's extremely important that we support the gut and we try to re- restore or even prevent, if possible, the integrity and the function of the GI tract to address these issues. Now, we can do that with nutrition, and that's what our goal is. And the nutritional supplements that we make, we have ingredients that will support the function and the integrity of the GI tract. And that's why it's so important. Nutrition is basically the the only thing you can do. And by nutrition, I'll elaborate on that in a minute, but I I mean, not just protein and vitamins and other things, but also probiotics, which has to be part of, of a good cancer supplement. This is very informative, especially as a patient going, okay, I want to do everything that I possibly can. And we know that chemotherapy is going to be needed for whatever specific cancer we have. And so mm-hmm. as you talk to your patients, how is it that a patient can be proactive when it comes to preparing themselves for some of these side effects and minimizing them? What do you tell them to be proactive and get them prepared for treatments? Well, I always tell them about the possible side effects they can experience and the signs and symptoms they need to look out for. Preparing for possible side effects, what they can do is have a very healthy diet and a proper nutritional supplement, as well as staying active physically. And this is what I emphasize. And nutrition-wise, you know, high protein, low sugar or no added sugar, and certain vitamins, probiotics that are very important. Yeah, you hear more and more about that, you know, probiotics, the different units that they have and being able to fight the bacteria within the gut. Absolutely. Uh, probiotics are vital to our body. They have many different functions. They make certain vitamins like vitamin K uh, for us. Without them, we you know, would have problems with blood clotting and all that uh, because of the vitamin K deficiency. And uh, they also form a layer around the gut and basically an airtight layer and help us protect their first line of defense against pathogens, against bad bacteria and toxins. They also detoxify a lot of things that we eat that are bad for us. So they prevent cancer, and that's been shown in many different studies, by detoxifying the carcinogens that normally would enter our body. And they make vitamins for us, and they form a layer, and they also fight bad bacteria. So they are extremely important. You know, this is so informative for me. I'll tell you an experience that happened to me, Dr. Ash. Someone said, oh, you know, they call it holistic type treatment, right? So I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I kind of have my own doubts about what's going on. So I go in and they're telling me, how is your gut? We need to fill that out and see how sensitive it is. And so they start pressing on my stomach and everything. I'm like, oh, you know, what's going on here? And they're like, yeah, we need to clean you out. We need to get all of those toxins and things that are just Mm -hmm. sitting in your body. So Is that kind of similar? Because now I'm bringing it back to you because I'm like, okay, well, you know, a medical oncologist and now these people coming in and there's obviously some type of connection because you're going, hey, we need to help and clean your gut. Is there a connection there? I think so. 
we do have a lot of toxins that accumulate in our GI tract, in our system. And if, you know, one eats well and a healthy diet with a lot of fibers, which are utmost importance, and a lot of vegetables, especially the cruciferous type vegetables, cabbage and salad and cauliflower, broccoli. Okay. It goes such a long way because they all help us detoxify. And the toxins can cause a lot of problems. They can cause cancer, they can cause the leaky gut infections, autoimmune diseases, a lot, a lot of things. Um, I don't want to go on a different trail, but on leaky guts, I always have to mention glyphosate. Glyphosate is Roundup. We see a lot nowadays with Roundup causing lymphoma and all that. And Roundup is basically an, an antibiotic that was initially made as an antibiotic, and then they start using it against weeds. But what it does cause in the body is leaky guts. Mm. And it's been shown that many, many people, it's not just the lymphoma, but it can cause autoimmune diseases, it can cause autism, and all kinds of things. And that's why now I'm talking not just healthy, but organic. That's why organic is very important, because it's free of these type of things like glyphosate. And that can cause all these problems and can cause the same problems as cancer or chemotherapy, basically. So uh, the holistic approach, as you mentioned, is very, very important. It's not just cancer or this or nutrition. The whole life one has to lead in a way that you try to eat healthy, try to eat organic, try to avoid, you know, Roundup and all the other pesticides and weed killers and all that. So it all has to be a holistic approach. Sure. It's sad that we have to say, well, holistic, because it kind of gives a whole different feel. But the whole point is nutrition is so important and it plays a huge role in our gut because it's the things that we take into our body. And then the other part, I speak for those that may not eat organic. You go to organic, it's expensive, right? You go, oh man, this is expensive in comparison to if I got the same product that's not organic. And so you wonder, wow, it's a huge balancing act. So how do you approach that with some of your patients who may be like in a financial, but it's important for the chemo. How do you go about that? Well, not everything has to be organic. There are certain things that you can, like, you know, the fruits that you can peel, banana, oranges, uh, it's easier. Or even vegetables you can peel, like cucumbers or potato, not necessarily has to be organic. So, mm-hmm. so there could be an approach where you, you know that the type of you know, berries that you cannot peel, they really have to be organic. But sometimes there is a little leeway in terms of uh, how you prepare the food or you, you peel them or how you cook them. So that's one way. I think it's very important to eat healthy. And I tell them that to my patients as well. Of course, the other a possibility is uh, taking high quality supplements like the supplements we make for cancer patients, which are all natural, highest quality protein, all the vitamins and all the different ingredients that cancer patients, especially in chemotherapy, would need. So that's another approach that I take sometimes. Which is so important, Dr. Ash, because anyone coming into the office, they're coming to see the medical oncologist, you just want everything to work, right? You don't want. Yeah to have to ever experience this again. And you go in with being optimistic and you're hoping, man, there's no reoccurrence and 
You're hoping that there's no break. So as a patient who comes to you and you put them on a nutrition plan, which is great because you understand the importance of having a clean gut, eliminating some of the leaky gut symptoms. As you put them on on the nutritional plan, do you see a difference in the outcome with those patients? Definitely. People who've been taking a nutritional supplement or simply just a high protein, no added sugar diet with proper vitamin supplements and probiotics, they do way better with treatment. Those reductions are almost unheard of. They really rarely happen. We don't need to skip chemotherapy. The energy is much better. Overall tolerance of treatment is much better. And most importantly, it's well known that if one can go through treatment without interruptions and without dose reductions, they will do much better in terms of longevity in the long run. So yes, the, the, we see a, a big difference. I think this information is crucial because, like I said, for all those listening in and maybe going through this and just being diagnosed or maybe have had a reoccurrence, understanding how important it is to have a clean gut and how important it is for nutrition and its role that it plays is vital. Even the immune system, I wouldn't even equate the immune system with the gut. And that's exactly very surprising to most people that 80% of our immune system is in the gut, as I mentioned. And that's mind-boggling. But it does make sense because that's where everything from the outside goes into your body goes through. So the guts are our first line of defense mm. um, in many, many different ways. So it makes sense that all that uh, immune cells are all over the place in the gut. So with, with that, Dr. Ash, I can't credit you enough for being able to have done this research and understanding and actually providing the patients with the best possible outcome. I just want to to thank you for that. And as the listeners, as they're tuning in, what else can we understand a little bit about gut and gut health that we can prepare for? Of course, it's important to try and prevent nausea, vomiting, which is the upper GI tract, diarrhea and all kinds of other problems in the lower GI tract. We can uh, help with that. We do that sometimes medically, you know, especially before chemotherapy and maybe for a few days after chemotherapy. But also we can help that with nutrition as well. There are certain nutritional, certain foods that help with nausea, like ginger is very well known. There are some other ones. And there are enzymes that we can eat that helps with digestion, like bromelain or papain that comes from pineapple or papaya, respectively. And the whey protein is really good for the GI tract. Middle chain triglycerides, which we use a lot, are very healthy for the GI tract and very easy to absorb of all the different fats. It's the easiest and takes basically no energy to absorb. And probiotics and prebiotics, basically, are of crucial importance as well. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, Dr. Ash. After chemotherapy, they're done with their treatments because a lot of people, you know, refuse chemo, right? Because, oh, this is poison you're putting into your body. And they have all of these misconceptions about that. And then the side effects that come along with that. 
How do you tackle those types of questions and then putting the patient at ease or on the right course? You have to be frank about the benefit. And sometimes when the benefit is, is minimal, I'm not as, well, say, gung-ho on giving chemotherapy to somebody, but when the benefit is maybe uh, doubling their chance of survival, then I usually tell them that the benefit is so huge, which happens, for example, in colon cancer, after surgery, uh, the chemotherapy benefit is really, really huge, that will have to do the treatment and I tell them what side effects they can expect and we'll try to do everything to prevent the side effects. There's a lot of things you can do for that, uh, nutrition-wise and sometimes with medication. And if side effects happen, we treat them. But basically, it's the risk and benefit ratio that I usually emphasize. And with the patient, it's very important to form a team. You know, the, the doctor, the oncologist and the patient and the family actually they have to form a team because we are in this together. So within this team, we have to decide the risk and benefit. And based on that, together, we'll come to a, a decision on treatment. I'm so glad you mentioned all of that because it, as a patient, you and I can only imagine, or I know I never had cancer, but you get there and all of a sudden, all these things you're getting hit with. It's nice to know face-to-face with a doctor like yourself you give them that reassurance about how it is that they can protect themselves or, or at least prepare themselves for the least amount of side effects and from a nutritional standpoint. And I can't say how relieving that may be when you speak to someone like yourself. I know if I was sitting in your chair, you're going, okay, Kenny, this is your last chemo and you've done well. You've you listened to me on, on the nutritional standpoint. My question to you would be, okay, I did all of this from a nutritional standpoint to be successful. Do I need to follow this after treatments? What is your suggestions to your patients after treatments? Yes, it needs to be followed. This this has to be a lifestyle, just like exercising. You cannot just do that for a month or for two months and then not do it again. This has to be a way of life and that should last for good like exercising on a regular basis, eating healthy and with the proper supplements has to be, it's, it's the same thing as, as exercising. It's part of a holistic approach to a healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. I just want to say, I, th- I thank you so much for always coming in and educating the listeners about what's going to be the best for them and having the best outcome. I can't say enough of how much we really appreciate you here on the show. Thank you. I, I appreciate being able to talk to you. With everything happening, I know there's just so many moving parts, especially with medical oncology and patients coming in. I would love, again, to bring you back and speak on other topics that patients may be going through. One of the things that have popped up is what happens pre or post-surgery. and not sure if that's something you would love to talk about with the listeners. Absolutely. And nutrition before and after surgery is utmost important and it's a neglected field as well. People do not utilize the nutritional supplements we have or the, the, basically the armada of different results of research that we have and the nutritional components we can use before and after surgery to help with 
wound healing, bone healing, decreasing infections, decreased hospitalizations, morbidity, mortality. There is a lot to talk about there. I'm just so amazed and enlightened right now just to know how important nutrition really is. I'm going to share this with you and the listeners. It's a little interesting. When I first got into fitness and I had my coach come in and change my diet, one of the big things that came up is that we all have bowel movements, but the moment I changed my diet to, as I would say, clean eating, good proteins, veggies, and not eating a lot of the processed foods, I noticed that my bowel movements slowed down. And I was like, this is kind of weird. Is, is that something that your clients or your patients experience too, now that you've kind of cleaned up their diet? I've heard that. It's not something that <laughs> I specifically ask in terms of, did it slow down? But, but I will from now on because it's a very interesting it, it definitely normalizes. And what is normal? What was it before? And slowing down is probably normalization for you. So it does help normalize the function. And that's what happens. And that's what probably you experience. Yeah. Hey, to sit here and, and talk about something personal like that. But in my mind, I was like, I'm eating so clean right now. I thought everything that I was eating was being absorbed because the bowel movement is mm-hmm. actually just the waste. And so I was not having a lot of waste or a lot of bowel movements. And I was thinking, well, it's maybe because I cleaned up my diet. So sorry to throw that at you. I just wanted to see if you had some insight on that. But that was uh, it was pretty interesting to me. <laughs> it definitely is. Definitely is. Um, yep. Dr. Ash, I appreciate you so much. And I, I thank you so much for just, again, enlightening and educating me and the listeners. And this is so important. Nutrition, gut health, so important, right? Absolutely. Very, very important. And thank you. Thank you for having me, Kenny. Thank you, Dr. Ash. Appreciate it. My pleasure. So once again, I wanted to talk about some of the gems that were discussed in this conversation with Dr. Peter Ash. One of the things brought out was leaky gut. Something that happens when you have these toxins and bacteria within your gut. So how do we handle leaky gut? How do we deal with this? Well, one of the ways of combating leaky gut is through diet. Things that we put into our bodies are so important and can have an impact on our treatments as well. And when you think about what we're going through as far as cancer treatments, you want to give yourself the best possible outcome. There are so many reasons why the inner lining of our gut gets damaged if you picked up on that. And he said chemotherapy being one of them, which is one reason why probiotics is so important. Because if you recall, he talks about how the probiotics can help line the gut. Now, you want to minimize the breaks and give yourself the best possible outcome. Well, nutrition was mentioned again. So we want to make sure that we find ourselves eating the proper nutrition. If you recall, he talked about broccoli, cauliflower, and cabbage. Can these be added to your diet? Well, this is something that you need to discuss with your physician and your medical team for moving forward with. And so as you take this holistic approach about caring for the entire body, 
right? As we have cancer, you want to make sure you give yourself the best possible outcome. It's important that you care for the entire body. And when you talk about nutrition and you talk about supplements, this is a lifestyle change, as Dr. Ash brought out. This is not something that you can just do for a little while and then go back to what you were doing before. No, this needs to be a lifestyle change. Now, did you pick up on something that I found interesting was that 80% of our immune system is in our gut. Now, the things we put into our body will have an effect on us then. And so you want to be mindful as you're going through treatments, if you're going through chemo, if you're going through radiation, that what we put into our body during treatments. Another thing he mentioned was cohexia. You're talking about weight loss, some muscle wasting. This is something that happens to some cancer patients and and can have a negative impact on their treatment. So you want to kind of get ahead of that, and you can get ahead of that by proper nutrition that will help minimize some of the muscle wasting and the weight loss that you're going through. Again, before implementing any of this, make sure you speak with your physicians and your medical team. So again, I want to give a special thank you to Dr. Peter Ash for joining us on All Talk Oncology. And it's such a pleasure to be able to have him giving us a great discussion. So again, I want to thank everyone who tuned in today. Here's where you will find up-to-date cancer discussions with industry experts and leading professionals that can help you in your cancer fight. You are not alone in this. We are in this together. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, a.k.a. The Cancer Guy. And until again, I'm out.